Hello. But listen, you know, yesterday when we had that really good interview with those people to do with the van, yes, we were on someone's podcast there called Van Life. They got this great podcast and they interviewed me and Bri. Do you know what I noticed that you said, Bri? What's that? And you've never, ever said this before in your oh. life. What do you think it might have been? Hello, people. How are you doing? No, you said, I mean, I'm 60 now. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, yeah. oh, little bell just went like this, Bri. In my head, because yeah. I thought, no, 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 no. We're not going to be going down that route. Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. Right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Drama Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today we have got a very, very special treat for you. I know I say that every week, but this week, this is it now. This is this is the proper this is the special. special one. This is the real special one, this Brian. Oh, and the last one wasn't special. No, all those rubbish, all those others were rubbish. This is the best one now. Right. So we are going to be talking today, Brian, about world records that have been worlded you know, record, around the rec world. recorded around the world. Yep. We're going to be talking about how the Japanese people managed to retain their title of being the most long-lived people on this planet. I bet you didn't know that. No, I didn't. And then, as a little treat, I'm going to switch going down like the Japanese. You'll see what I mean in a minute. It's all about, you know, it's we've got a bit of a Japanese theme going. Yep. And I'm going to give you a nice treat and tell you all about when me and Brian, the kids, went to Japan and had the most hideous, uptight... <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing experience <laughs> not the japanese way that we ever had and that's uh oh no i'm not going to say that. i was going to say and that's why we're not going to live very long but that's a bit morbid <laughs> just drop dead see ya <laughs> i'm not japanese <laughs> oh so how have you been how have you been here we are in new zealand me and bry sitting in our house on the north island of new zealand in taranaki it's absolutely pouring down isn't it bry it Two minutes ago, it was absolutely the heavens open. We've got a tin roof or, a, you know, like a, um, as what someone once said to me, you only put those tin roofs on uh, barns and cattle sheds, mm. but every house in New Zealand's got an iron roof, mm. yeah, corrugated iron or however it is. Yeah. So it's very it, noisy, isn't it? It was it a bit noisy. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I like that though. I like the sound yeah, of the So I just want to just jump straight in because I'm so excited, but I've got, I've, I've got feeling overwhelming excitement oozing out of me, as you can tell by looking at my face. <laughs> Yeah, but you, you know, you were just talking about the listener out there in the dark. And we got an email of someone the other day, didn't they, saying, now, it's a Sunday and a cup of coffee and listening to your podcast. Aww. And I was just thinking, where do you guys actually listen to the podcast? Is it in the is it in the car or is it having a cup of coffee or is it just sitting down on a Sunday? Yeah. It, let us know. Drop us a line. That would be very nice. Yeah. I, I like it, Brian. I like your style, that putting your email in straight away. We're yeah. only three minutes into the show well, and you're it. asking them to email so, us. So, Kia Kaha, stay strong and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean, though. It's interesting to know where people listen to podcasts. Yeah. I listen to my podcast when I'm walking on the beach in the morning. That's my time. Yep. I also listen to a podcast when I'm cleaning the fridge or doing anything like, you know, cleaning the pantry, cleaning the fridge, hoovering the house. I like to, you know, like anything yeah, mundane. Yeah. And me and you together listen to our podcast when we drive around on Sunday, don't we? Like if a we podcast, go for a Sunday. not our podcast. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. We, we, yeah, not our podcast. Yeah, I'm not in, saying our podcast. Yeah, our podcast, yeah. Just, yeah. Actually, we just drive around listening to our own podcast. <laughs> yeah, but every now and then we make ourselves listen to ourselves. We do. To see how you can improve yourself. Yeah. yeah. Have you made any, have you thought of any improvements? I'm that we so can... bloody good, Liz. You couldn't even improve me any better, could you? Well. 
Anyway, so <laughs> what it was is this morning I went for a walk down the down the road there, and um, I was actually I actually went to collect some pine cones. I took a little bag, and there's yeah. a big f- pine tree down the bottom of our road, and I thought, oh, you know, I love the smell of pine cones in the winter and things, and I thought I'll go down there and collect some. But as it was, there wasn't any pine cones. But on my way down there. Mm. Rather than look where I was going and look for the pine cones, I was looking at my phone actually and nice. thinking, yes, enjoying yourself, yes. being present in the moment, being present, <laughs> present <laughs> in the screen of a phone. No, but Brian, I was doing my research, and I thought, right, but what- that's not the point, though. Liz. You went for a walk to just <laughs> conclude. Well, it's mind. a bloody good job I did. Otherwise, we're not going to have anything to talk about today. What I'm so. saying is, I did my research and I put in world world records that have been broken today or like that yesterday because we're in New Zealand, so yeah. we're ahead. We're a day ahead of everyone else. World records that have been broken. And the one that came up, I love this. And the reason I love it is because you're always going on lately about longevity and staying young and, yeah. you know, keeping fit into your old age. And yeah. so I thought you'd like this. Right. So are you ready? This is a world record that has been broken by a Japanese lady. Her name, and I'm really sorry, I'm not going to pronounce this right. I'm going to give it a go. It's Katsumi Sayaki. And she was born in 1935 in Japan. So that makes her 88 and 88 years old and 16 days. And the other day she competed in the 2023 Masters World Cup in Austria, downhill skiing. Yeah. And she won. It's not easy doing that, you know. She won by. She won the she She was was the only one in it. She was in Pardon? (laughs) She was the only one in it. I'm in a one horse race. You are so rude. You are so rude. And that's so disrespectful. That's just horrible. Anyway, you're right. You are right, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It says, God, you're horrid. It says, Katsumi was the only skier to enter the over 85 category. (laughs) No one in Austria was alive. (laughs) However, no, get this, get this now, Mr. Clever Clogs, get this. However, she achieved faster times in her two events than some of the competitors in lower age categories. So there she was competing in the, um, and going five kilometres, classic style event. She competed. It took her 26 minutes and 18 seconds to do five kilometres. And she was faster than the old women. Oh, no, I shouldn't say old women. <laughs> she was fast. The VOAPs behind her. <laughs> <laughs> she was faster than the women who were in the 81 to 85 age category. Right. There was three women in the 76 to 80 year old category and one woman in the 71 to 75. Oh, hang on, put my teeth in. <laughs> there was one woman in the 71 to 75 category. Yeah. So what I'm saying is other women were competing. Yeah. Some were in the 71 to 75, 81 to 85, 76 to 80. But she won. Katsumi. Yeah. Won everything. So yeah. yes, you're right. She was the only lady in her eight over eighty five category, but it didn't matter anyway because she she held she now holds the world record for being the fastest. That's amazing. Twenty six kilometers downhill. What did I say? Twenty six. Was it two points? No, Brian. Uh, tw- what? Five kilometer classic style event, and it took her twenty six minutes and eighteen seconds. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's not an easy thing to do, that is it, Brian? Yeah, it's quite a long time, though, 26 minutes. Are you sure it wasn't 2.6 minutes? <laughs> Come say, on, Katsumi. Like Get your skates on, love. Bloody hell, we're waiting for you here. Coming downhill. I don't care if yeah. you're 88. Maybe she was just shuffling Put along. Put your the, uh... skates on. <laughs> Come on, put a bit of effort into it, girl. 26 minutes later. No, Brian. <laughs> 
It says it's gone Brian. dark by the time she came out. It says, well, you can, you we can, we can be like you know us that we haven't done it. Yeah, no. Have no, you just, ever done I'm that? I'm just saying. Five Have you ever broken a world yeah, but record? Normally, you'd be doing like thirty k. 40k on skis at least like you know so i'm just trying to think how many minutes it would take to get downhill i don't think it would take 26 minutes <laughs> you have ruined you've ruined my thing now Brian, because yeah. i'm reading this i printed it off the internet and there's no, the internet never lies no. and i'll say it again just so you know in the five kilometer classic style event she completed the course in 26 minutes and 18 seconds right okay. so I think you've just got to just hold your horses there a little bit, by, Yeah. And don't be so silly because... Maybe she was going really slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was going uphill. <laughs> Being anyway, the ski what I want to talk to you about, before I move on, I'm answered this. Do you know what, Bri? What? Guess what the... Wi- there's some weird stuff out there. What, There's world, some world records. weirdos out there, Brian. Do you know what? At Christmas, you used to get the Guinness Book of Records in England, didn't you? Well, you know, you lived in England as a kid. I don't know if you ever got it, like, you know, but you mm. got a Guinness, Guinness Book of Records and you looked at it and think, why have you given me this? Oh, yeah, but I liked that because it had, like, strange things in it, like yeah, the it, longest toenail it, ever. It was a really big book, It wrapped around book, the yeah. country about six times. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, Brian, there are some weird things out there. They're so, extremely weird. And mm. you can't believe that people just go ahead and do it, but... You, some of them are just so stupid that you just think, well, no one else has done that. So I, I've found a, a, a world record that's never been done. Like, you know? I don't think the word is stupid. I think that's a little bit harsh to say stupid. Yeah, I suppose I've, so. It's yeah. still a world record. But, yeah. you know, I've, I, I chewed a peanut 65 times and it didn't, it didn't go down the back of my throat, you know. Well, I just wanted to share this one with you. What with you being a plumber and everything and you yeah. liking toilets and me just written a book on the toilet. I thought yeah. keeping it in the toilet theme, this was a bit of a weirdo. This is a bit of a weird thing. It says this guy... He he holds the world record for breaking a wooden toilet seat with his head. <laughs> That's what I mean. Come on. In one minute, he's he's broken forty six box seats, forty six one of those. Yeah. In a minute, Brian, you'd have to be like a woodpecker, wouldn't you? Be like this. You, do, yeah, do, you, do, you would. You just have a a, a big and, lump on your head. And what you? gets me is when. It's a bit okay. So he's he's from Germany. Yeah. Oh, hang on. What's his name? I'll give him a little bit of Kevin Shelley from Germany. Well done, Kevin. Because right, that's a great, really great thing to do. But what yeah. I don't understand with Are they Kevin, used toilet seats, Kevin? What I don't understand is he must have just been sitting there one day on the toilet, and he must have just thought, I'll "Tell you what, I bet I could get off this toilet, wipe my bum, and just give yeah. <laughs> take give, the seat off, give and wipe it off, put that down the toilet, and flush it." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Smash it into little bits so it goes down. What's wrong with people? I don't know. I mean, do you, do you know what, Liz? You will hate this one, and you will absolutely freak out. But I, you know, on YouTube, I was looking for my podcast the other day, and one came up, and it was a world record for the most weight supported by your eyelid. Oh no 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 no! You're not going to tell <laughs> Honestly, me about this. It was horrendous. This is horrible. It was, a, it was an Indian guy. What, no, check it out on YouTube. No, I won't. Thanks, because oh. I don't want to make myself feel sick. It was like he, he had like a button and he put it. Oh, Brian! Up no, into his no, eye. no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no! Shut on up! It. And, he, and he pulled the weight Brian, up. Brian, Brian, <laughs> stop! So no, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> so going back to the man on the toilet. Yeah. So yeah, forty-six times. That's great, isn't it, Kevin? Yeah. Hey. So there's. There's Kats, what What's the lady called? Katsumi. Yeah. Katsumi on a, a, a going up the hill. Going up skis. the hill backwards. <laughs> while he's going up the <laughs> while she's going up the hill on her skis, he's there giving the toilet a good bashing with his forehead. So yeah. Yeah. 
But just it's someone's job to go and from the Guinness Book of Records to go and watch it or they have to document it and someone's got to watch mm. it and go, oh, yeah, well, that's no one's done that. So you've gone and won the world record. I know. I was thinking that. Like, yeah. how could you prove it? Like, well, if you it's, said, it's, oh, it's, yeah. It's very documented, uh, documented, isn't it? Mm. As in you have to do certain things, you only had a certain amount of rest and certain amount of... Um, I suppose you'd have to call them up, wouldn't you, and say, oh, excuse me, I'm thinking of, like, hitting the toilet seat with my head for 46 times and I just I wondered if you'd just come say, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it'd be like, you're going to get concussion, mate, if you keep doing I this. I know. You'd have to be a bit... A bit silly, bit, really, isn't it? A bit That's what I was saying, some of the things are a little bit silly, not stupid, but are a little bit silly. And it's, uh, it's all well and good, you know. I think but, it, yeah... Uh, but yeah, the okay. skiing is brilliant. I can understand that because that's like a sport, isn't it, or something? You know, eighty-eight, but just, Brian. Yeah. Eighty-eight. If you remember, last a couple of weeks ago, Brian said to me, "Oh, I, actually, I said to Brian, I said, oh, what what thing would you like to be doing in your sixties?'" And you said to me, Brian, you said, "Oh, skiing." And if you remember, yeah. I said, "Oh no, I can't be bothered with skiing." Now I used to be, I used to love skiing, Brian. Yeah, we both love skiing. Yeah, yeah, but you still do. But yeah. and I'm only fifty two, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm not getting on a pair of skis, and well, I'm what's gonna, stopping you? Because I'm scared of breaking my leg. It's a lot of effort. All you, you know. got to think is five k in twenty six minutes. Piece of cake. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, though. It takes it. It takes a lot of effort to be cold, and then I mean, I love it, and I I did love it so much, and that's yeah. why I'm a little bit annoyed at myself that I'm saying this, but I'm just telling the truth. I can think of easier ways now to spend my time than thinking, right, I'm going to put these, pull these boots on, I'm going to wrap these socks up around my calves and yeah. I'm going to strap myself onto these skis. I'm going to go up the top of the mountain. I'm going to get off that chairlift and I'm going to face down and I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, but you don't, you don't have to do black black runs. You know, I mean, not normally on these downhill, long like these 5K downhills would be down black runs. So maybe that's why that, that lady took so long because she was just, you know, like traversing, going down. Yeah, it was. Like, it was know. cross country. It wasn't, it wasn't down. Oh, as... it wasn't a downhill. Th- it was a cross country. Oh, it was a cross country Did downhill. you not know that? No, that's what I'm saying. Normally like a downhill, like to get five kilometres down. Did and... I not say it? Yeah. The world, the, the, she, she became downhill. the world's oldest competitive cross country skier. Oh, cross country skier. Yes. Oh. You said to me downhill. No, I didn't. I did. I heard downhill. She did a downhill like, no, like a downhill, downhill race. downhill never like, came out of my mouth. Right, so she was, oh, well, that would be 26 minutes. Oh, I just okay. thought you meant like a downhill. Oh, say but, sorry. But, Make apologies. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Japanese lady. Sorry, Katsumi. Katsumi. We've got a lot of respect yeah. for you. I think Liz just sort of, maybe when just she was doing the notes saying that she did it as a downhill skier and, and she won. And I was thinking, wow, that 88 to be mm. able to um, do a downhill ski, just go down a black run because they are black runs. But even so, 88, uh, what, how, uh, oh, I would. I just hope that we. Well, I know I won't be obviously because I'm not now. But yeah. I think you will be, and I think you'll be pulling me along with you. Going, no, yeah. come on, Liz. No, I, I remember. I've, I've said this story before. You know, when I used to do a lot of water skiing when I was younger, and I remember seeing this guy, graceful, so smooth, water skiing, mono skiing, and uh, you know, we pulled up at the side of the boat with them uh, in our boat that we were in, and you know, we just started, started chatting to him because you could see he was he was quite old. And I, I remember saying to him, "How old are you?" And I'm, I'm pretty sure he was seventy eight, mm. and he was still water skiing. Which is That's I don't know if you've ever done it? water skiing, but it's quite a pull out the water sometimes, like, especially on a mono ski. Mm. So you've got to be pretty strong, and um, you know, you just even just a grip on your hands alone is is pretty. Do you know what I, re- I was? I'm reading a book at the moment. Um, oh, why is it when I go to say uh, what, who's what's the book I'm reading? Who's the name of the book? Derek Sivers. Thank you. Derek Sivers, <clears throat> yes. Anything you want. I love Derek Sivers. And I'm reading his book at the moment. And he says, you sh- every day you should do something that scares you, that yeah. makes you feel uncomfortable. Yep. Um, and that just keeps you young and just keeps you challenged and keeps you alive, basically. Yep. Because otherwise you do- you are. You-, you are just going to just go, 
Like I'm thinking, oh, no, I can't be bothered. Yeah. It's too easy, isn't it, Brian? Yeah, I, I've done something today. What which, have you done? Um, I, I, I try and do like um, pull-ups on the bar. Mm. And it's not easy because the older you get, the, you know, your muscles aren't so sort of um, – See how my chest muscles were flicking then? Did you what, see that? Why are you it doing was weird. That? I don't know because that was because uh, uh, I actually thought about what I was actually doing. So, okay, and go on then. So I was you can rock, aren't you? You, no, I know. Hey? <laughs> but I felt like them going. I didn't, the mean, rock. I didn't mean them to go. It was just like, <laughs> why, why am I doing that? Go on, flexor. <laughs> what have you got to say? So, uh, I've the, the thing in longevity is about keeping muscle mass in, on your body, on your skeleton. That's that, that. That's the thing. That so, if you do fall over, you stand a chance of not breaking your hips or whatever it is. I'm only 60, so this is, you're trying to work it out for longer. So, you know, people have been saying you should be able to get up off the floor without using your hands, you know, so that's just to be able to stand up. You should be able to pick up a, a 20 a twenty kg um, infant or, you know, like 40-pound infant. Small and be able person. To, yeah, a small person, pick it up. Um, and you should be able to get yourself out of a, a swimming pool that's got a, a wall that's about a foot tall. Out from oh my the water. god! So that'd be me drowning. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So it would get you out of trouble, like you know. So I was doing pull-ups, and I was thinking, what's it like to actually hang with one arm? Because oh no. you know, you see like these stunts, stunt men, don't you? <laughs> Honestly, Liz, oh, you want to try it? It's flipping so hard. So what did you do? All I did was grab hold of the bar with one hand, and then just like, took all my weight and lifted myself with one. With one, I didn't pull up. I just held. You just held yourself, and it's like, like a monkey. Yeah, literally for about two seconds. And I, I was wish thinking, I'd seen that. shit. That's hard. Yeah. 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 You know, you see these films, don't you, where they're hanging on with one arm, like, mm. you know, and it's just like, no, they you, make it you, look easy. you can't, like, you know, um, well, not at 60, I can't. I no. mean, I've been a tradie, so my hands have always been strong and my forearms have always been strong. But try it. Well, I'll tell you what, going back, before I move on to our Japan thing, you know, going back to what you said, oh, Liz, you should be able to sit. He said to me the other day, Brian, he said, going on about your longevity and things. And you said, no, you said everyone should be able to get sit down on the floor and get yourself up without using your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds easy, doesn't it? It does. And I was thinking, oh, shut up. I, I could easily do that. So the other day I came into the bedroom, got out of the shower, got myself dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Just picture this. It's hideous. Got myself dressed. And I was. I, I thought, right, rather than stand up and look in the mirror and dry my hair, I'll sit down and on cross-legged on the floor yeah. and dry my hair. So I sat down on the floor, dried my hair, and then I put the hairdryer to the side of me and I thought, right, Liz, get up now. Off you go. Don't use your hands. <laughs> and I felt like one of those, like, you know, those weeble wobble things that yeah. just you can't knock over, you know, weeble wobbles, but they won't fall down. <laughs> Google weebles if you have never heard of them. Oh, Brian, it was horrible. I just felt like, I, well, I just felt I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I just felt like a halfway. I could not get up off the floor, but... By God, I did it. I thought yeah. you are getting up off this floor and you are not using your hands. So how did you do? What, did you just go, just, go for a kneel? No, do you know what I did, Brian? I just what? rocked. I rocked from side to side. I went like this. What were you doing? So you're sitting down with I your legs sit, out? I was sitting on my bum. No, yep. with my legs crossed. Oh, right, okay. So then I, 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 I unfolded my legs and then just like, you know, they were out in front of me. Yeah. And then I twisted them to the side and I just started rocking. Yeah. And then I managed to rock myself. Wobble, wobble yourself wobble, up. Wobble myself onto my wobbly side. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like I'd won a flipping running race by the time I finished. I was running around the bedroom. Yes. But it yes! should just be a simple thing, isn't it? You know, because we all like, we tend to all roll to our side and then we use our hands like a bit of a pressy up type thing to, to move up and then mm. onto one leg and then onto the next and then push up. Like, there is know? something I just want to say to you before I move on. And I've been saving, saving this to tell you oh, on the podcast. Right. Yeah, because I, I know. Coming closer, people. 
I noticed you saying it yesterday and I thought, if I don't say something, this is going to go on and on and on and you're going to keep doing and this and, and do it. Yeah. No, but listen, you know, yesterday when we had that really good interview with those people to do with the van, yes. we were on someone's podcast there called Van Life. They've got this great podcast and they interviewed me and Bri. Do you know what I noticed that you said, Bri? What's that? And you've never, ever said this before in your Ooh. life. What do you think it might have been? Hello, people. How are you doing? No, you said, <laughs> I mean, I'm 60 now. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. oh, little bell just went like this, Brian, in my head, because yeah. I thought, no, 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 no. We're not going to be going down that route. No, you, you've got to be proud that you've got to a point. Brian. And no, where well, you are in your life. But don't, you don't look any different than you did two years. You didn't go around going, I mean, I'm 59. No, I'm, ne- I'm nearly 60. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 70 next decade. <laughs> Oh, I know it's tempting, yeah, but what, what, I know it's no, tempting. No, I know, but what people do when they get older, they just saying that they're older than what they are. Oh, I know. Like, you know, I'm 90. No, you know, you're 85. Yeah. It's that type of thing, isn't yeah, it? Or, I, I, did, I remember doing that once to someone and going, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm this, and they didn't even bat an eyelid. I mean, I'm 60, oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, I just think, Bri, you know, you don't need to say that to people. No, you don't. Because, it, I don't know, it's certain, you get to a certain age, and I know why you've done it, because I'm tempted to do it all the time, but I know why you've done it, but you do, you get to a certain age, it's like, it's almost like you have to justify it. Cause, you, is it you because have to you admit want, to yourself that that's what you are. But is it because you want people to go, really? Oh no, my God. For, for, no, 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 you it's not. You look 30. It's, it's the fact that you're doing well, what you're doing. Can she get off the floor without yeah. using her hands? Can you get off wow. the floor without using No, I can't, mate. <laughs> Can you hang with one arm? No, I can't, no. I saw you hanging the other day, Brian, like a monkey. For two seconds. Yeah. No, but I just think, I don't I don't really want to go down that thing of saying, like, you know. No, I don't. And it's it's just about, it's not, it's, it's how old you feel inside your head. Mm. That's all it comes down to. Anyway. Right, so moving on. So now I want to talk to you, staying in the Japan theme, Bri, because of obviously this lady who's 88 and she's won the world record now for yeah, staying for skiing. Skiing. Did you know that the land of the rising sun outweighs all other countries with regards to the proportion of the elderly? About 22% of the population in Japan is 65 or older in your age bracket. Yeah. Or be your friends. You could go over there yeah. and have some friends. And it says the Japanese are the most long-lived people on this planet. So what I thought I'd do, Brian, because... No, 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 don't oh, frown. Can, don't, can oh, I, can why? Can I just pick the bits No, apart? can you just not? Because there's a big problem in Japan. No, okay. please, thank you. Right. This is on the internet, yeah. and it's researched far more than you know. And yeah. so... the no, Jap- no, Hang on a minute. When what? you say the internet knows far more than but I know. I know. What I'm saying is... All right, then. Yeah. Okay, so we'll change the whole podcast then. No, Go on, no, then. Japanese are not the longest people. No, they, but they are. Because Brian knows better. But the, but Brian the... the monkey hanger knows better. <laughs> He's 60 now. Don't you know that? He knows everything. But what's the, the biggest problem in Japan, and that's why that population looks so good, is the fact is the young people aren't having babies anymore. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's I, know, I, I knew you say. were going to say that. There you go. I knew you were going to say that. But that you can't take away the fact that the people of Japan live the longest because they put some very, very good strategies into place. Okay. They have a very healthy lifestyle. And I'm going to let you know what those lifestyle little tips are now, Bri, because so people around can take those lifestyle <laughs> tips and use them themselves and make them feel younger. Right. Right. You ready? Okay. Okay. You've got anything else to say before I go on into my notes? No. No. Okay. Right. So here are the 10 healthy habits that keep the Japanese people at the top of their game 
out of all of the world, they live the longest. Yeah. That's without a doubt. I don't care if they're not having babies. That's because they're too busy on their computers designing things. They're, this is why they live the longest. You ready? Right. Right. Number one. And please don't start contradicting me on everything. Oh, no. Just be quiet. Karate. Number one, they take mindful breaks throughout the day. Yeah. Now, I know that the Japanese people are very, very, they work so hard. We spent a month in Japan and we're going to yeah. talk to you about that in a minute, but they work very hard, but they've got those things. They have those little rooms, yeah. don't they? That they, go, they go and have a sleep in. It's like they've yeah. got an office block and they've got a room. I think you have to take a, a, a sort of a leaf, a, a leaf out of their book, don't you? Like, you mm. know, because realistically, I think they do have it right. You oh, know. Without a doubt. Because you think, I'll get more productivity out of you if you can have a little kid. Yeah. 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 They've yeah. got those little pods, haven't they? So they yeah. just nip off. And they go in and they have a sleep. Yeah, it's 20, like minutes, 20 minutes, power nap, yeah. come out, bing. Yeah, smash, just, a, smash a um, toilet seat over your head. No, that's German. That's a German <laughs> that's person. That's German, so. <laughs> This is how you make so your BMW. So that's number one. Number one, take a mindful break. Number two, their diets that they eat. They eat, everyone knows this. I mean, their diet of raw fish and um, vegetables. And, and we ate in Japan from, like I say, we're there for a yeah. month. It's quite obvious <laughs> that they've got green tea, and now I can't think of one other thing that Japan eats, but salmon. Well, it's the sushi and lots stuff, of avocado. Isn't it? You know, and yeah, it's just all those. Um, the raw, raw. Uh, it's it, it's uh, not such a processed diet. Yes. I think that's what it comes yeah. down to. You know, yeah. it's it's just natural stuff like rice and um, all those other good stuff. So that's number two. Number three, get moving. Which obviously we know this now because we know of the lady that's just one. And also, you always see Japanese people. You know, whenever you go on holiday somewhere, like mm. on a. Remember, we went on that cruise. And whenever you look out the window, it's always the Japanese people that are power walking around yeah. the deck, isn't it? Yeah. You know, they're they, very much into it. Yeah, they've got those little um, those little hats with like a sunshade thing, yeah, you know, like the green yeah. sunshade. But it's not actually a hat, it's just a band, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, and they're on the run, they're going like crazy, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they get moving. So obviously that's good because they're not just sitting at home watching telly all day, are they? No. You know, they're out doing stuff. So the next one is, and I'm not sure about this because nah, maybe I will contradict this a little bit. They find love. But the only reason I'm going to say I contradict it is because they weren't, did you notice? They're not very touchy-feely with each other, are they? No, they're not, no. You know, they're not like us who are constantly snogging and just all yeah, over each other and just like, oh, look at my husband's lovely monkey arm. And No, but what I'm saying is, well, it says they find love. So maybe that means, what that means is they're committed. You know, like they stay with... I don't know this. I'm just guessing. I wonder if that means that they they find a partner and tend to stay together or... Well, I mean, prostitution and stuff has always been um, kind of legalised in parts of Japan. Mm -hmm. So I think th their culture is completely different. That if you did have... Because they used to say you have a porcupine, uh, which was the... A what? Is it not, pie? not porcupine, whatever the name is. Pork. <laughs> porcupine. They used to say a porcupine. <laughs> Have a pork pie. Yeah, it, it's... Is it concubine? Concubine, that's it. That's the word I was looking for. Is it? Yeah, is I think it is. is? Uh, we should, well, we might or is a concubine one of those uh, things might, out of a tree that's a, got spikes on it? A porcupine has got spikes from America, hasn't it? Like, you know, but I think it's concubine. Yeah, that's that's the word I was trying to think of. I'm trying to think of my old books that I used to read. It's acceptable that even if you've got a wife, you could still have... What do they call Your lover. Your, your lover, yeah. Your, yeah, well, that's, you know, maybe and, that's and, what but it she, means. But it was normally paid for, like, you know, you had to mm. sort of... You, you would go to the, um, the brothel as such and uh, she would be there and... Uh, or you pay to keep her. So mm. it was just, that was the olden ways. And maybe the Japanese have still got that sort of philosophy. I don't really know whether they've gone westernized or not. Mm. Yeah. So maybe that's what, you know, 
keeps them alive. I don't know. And I also know? think as well is uh, that that Eastern philosophy is very much, uh, and, and again, we're assuming love is like husband and wife, you yeah. know, partner, partner love sort of thing. But it, they might be talking about family love because I we were talking about this with Sunny the other day, wasn't it? They're very much like in um, Singapore, they don't leave home until they're 35 or something yeah. like that. It's, that's common for them to stay at home with their parents. And Sonny was talking to someone and he said, if I left home, my parents would be insulted that I'd left home yeah, before, that, before time. that age. You know, yeah. if I wanted to leave home at 18, it would be like, why? So that that maybe the the love thing is to do with the family and staying with the family, staying with the family and stuff. Maybe yeah, maybe it is because he was talking to someone in Kuwait and he said like you know we don't normally leave till thirty odd years old, you mm. know, and that that's because then you're at an age where you've got some money behind you and then you can take your wife, which is normally younger, and you can support her. Mm. So maybe it's just different philosophies, you know. It's the Western way is not the only way. So, okay, so fine, love. And then I'm going to whiz through these next ones now then. So next one is yoga. They do they do yoga. Yep. Yep. Didn't, yep. I, didn't, I never saw any Japanese I, people I, doing yoga. Whether it's, is it yoga or like a, I mean, Tai Chi is normally, um, that's. Yeah, well, uh, I've written yoga, but it might yeah, be but something. It, I think it's just movement, doing those movement. type of, um, okay. you know, um, that, that type of. Uh, it a, says a they eat yeah. more fruit. They eat fruit. Right. Again, can't comment on that because I haven't really seen many no, Japanese people eating eat fruit. fruit once, once yeah. at a certain time of the year. Playing brain games. Play, hang on. Playing brain games. Yeah. So they do lots of brain games. Right. But then Japanese people, Bri, they're very very technical, aren't they? Very computer brainy. Yeah. Is it Sudoku? Is that is that Japanese or is that Chinese? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it might be Japanese. But, you know, like yeah, Japanese well, people, the, they're, things, they're known, aren't they, for things. being... Yeah. They can sort questions out and do really intelligent things yeah play the piano at three like if you old. had a japanese person and you, you had a, like you know you were doing a, a pub quiz or something you had a japanese person there and you had or you had me <laughs> <laughs> or me porcupines that's you, it you'd want the japanese person <clears throat> wouldn't you <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is the most important and you listen to this you just listen to this because it's very important your pen at me, no then. i know but this is important now the reason that the japanese people tend to live so much longer than the rest of the world is because they schedule playtime. Oh, right. What, a quarter past ten in the afternoon? Well, in the morning. <laughs> they schedule playtime. And I'm going to tell you a story now that's going to back that up. I'm waving my pen at Brian. I'm going to tell you a story that is going to back that statement up. Because I know I can see you looking, Brian, like you want to question me and you're biting your lip there and frowning as if like, oh, you're not right, Liz. But... I'm not, not saying you're not right. Playtime is, are you just thinking about it? I was, I was thinking, yeah. why, why, where would the playtime come when you're old? Well, well no, playtime throughout their life. Oh, throughout their so life. So that they end up being old and yeah. get to be. Playful. Old and playful. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go for a ski. <laughs> okay, here's a story for you. So five years ago, when me and Brian travelled the world with the kids... If you've read my book, The Travel Bog Diaries, you'll know all about this because this is what that book is about. That's just a little plug. But we went around the world, the four of us, on a budget of 70 US dollars a day. And Sonny had always wanted to go to Japan. He was just, he'd read all the books. I think lots of like young boys are into that kind of things, aren't they? It's all you know? samurai stuff. Yeah, isn't he it, had you know? his samurai swords and it was always, oh, I'd love to go to Japan and just see all this and that and all the temples and and the castles. Uh, yeah. And yeah. we were just thinking, well, I was thinking when we planned the trip, I thought there's no way that's going to happen because Japan is renowned for being expensive, isn't it? Yeah, and it is. Very expensive. Yeah. But here's the thing. When we went traveling the world, 
the way we did it so cheaply, because when you tell people that it was four of you and you like did it on $70, they're like, well, how did you do that? Here's how we did it. We did a lot of couch surfing, mm. which is, we've talked about this on the show before, but if you've not heard about it, it's when you turn up to someone's house and they give you somewhere to stay for free. It's completely free. Um, in fact, I think you have to sign up. It's, I think it's $100 a year now to sign up to be on the register. But when we did it, it was completely free. And it's a, a big database of, of people who very, very generously let you stay in their home for nothing. You turn up. There are other travelers usually, well, almost always. They want to help other travelers out. You turn up, they say, yep, I've got a spare room or I've got a spare bed in, in, you know, in the hallway there or I've got a couch you can sleep on. And you turn up and you can stay there for between one night or three nights or five nights. It's usually about the average is about three. And you just spend time with the, with the family or whoever's hosting you. You might make them dinner. Um, that's what the, that's what we used to like to do is make, make our host you, dinner. You can't stay at the house all day. You have to sort of be out round about eight to nine o'clock, don't you? Yeah. Because the, you, the, you're out for the day and then you come back. In or the in say, but in saying yeah. that, just to, just to, in saying that, when we stayed at Fumio's, we Good stayed, we were, we yeah, were welcome to stay yeah. in his house all day long. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so when we were going to Japan and like I say, Sunny really was keen to go and I thought, I wonder if we could be able, we would be able to get couch surfing host to host us. And then the next little problem came up because everyone I spoke to, like in New Zealand, or anyone I knew, they would say, oh, Japan, no, you know, oh, you, there's no way. Nobody you, speaks English. Nobody speaks English mm. there. There's no way you'd be able to get around. And you're not going to find a, fam- a Japanese family who, you know, they can speak fluent English. They're going to take a family of four and let you stay with them. Well, lo and behold, I put my feelers out and I, I applied to all these couch surfing hosts in Japan. And almost every single one of them said, yes, you are welcome to come and stay in our home. And we stayed for a whole month in Japan with two kids, mind. So the two teenagers, 16 and 13, and me and Bri, and we never, ever paid a penny in accommodation. And we stayed with the most gorgeous Japanese families, didn't we, Bri? Yeah, really, really were, weren't we? Absolutely brilliant. And it was just such an eye-opening, wonderful experience. And every single host that we stayed with, was were, they were different in their own unique way. You know, we had, we stayed with a young couple who's, he he trekked across some desert and lived off a dollar a day or something, it, hadn't he? he? Yeah, he, he'd, he'd come from, yeah, something like uh, the Ukraine or something like yeah. that. And he'd walked right across Russia and all sorts of yeah. places, like, you know, literally starving and then right through China and got to Japan. Yeah. yeah. So his story, you know, we had dinner with him and his story was so brilliant and so interesting. And then we stayed with a guy called Fumio, who we're still very good friends with today. And he was America mad. He just loved America and everything American. and. Yeah. He just wanted to just talk about America and, you know, just he was just fantastic, wasn't he? Um, remember um, Sue and Hero, that, that, talking about longevity and, eight and old, they were just around about, were they 88? Yeah. I think they yeah. were, weren't they? And they, I always remember him taking us out for the day and he wasn't supposed to be taking us out and Sue, his wife, was phoning and we're in the car and he's in this like little Toyota Prius like, hybrid car and he's picking the phone up and he gives me the phone and says, Oh, it's Sue. Tell her I'm not here <laughs> on his own phone. Yeah. And I'm like, I just looked at it as if like, and I had to speak to Sue and go, 
<laughs> she tried to say like, really? And she was like, where are you? And I'm like, yeah. we're just driving because he didn't want us to get the bus. He wanted no. to actually take us to that castle, didn't yeah. he? And, uh, yeah, yeah. he was a very, very sweet old, yeah. very sweet guy, wasn't he? Was he was lovely. He was lovely. lovely, lovely man. Yeah. But he used go- to work for um, Seiko and Honda and everything like that. So we had all these wonderful experiences. We can't speak of Japan highly enough. It was just, if you go, the people are what make it. It's, they're just so gorgeous and so kind. But there was one particular place that we turned up at and we'd, it was just outside Tokyo, actually. And we were trying to get a place just outside Tokyo. And this was proven to be quite difficult because obviously the closer you get to bigger cities, then it's more competitive and more compact. Yeah, more compact. And we we're yeah. a family of four. But this one, I want to say lady, but she was actually a girl. She was, what was she, 19, 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all she was, yeah. And she she had this 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 profile on the couch surfing profile yeah, on the page. And she said, yep, she said, you can come and stay with me and my parents. And so me and Brian were like, oh, this is a bit weird. We've always stayed with adults. You know, we've never had uh, a teenager saying, you know, like. We didn't know what it was going to be like, we did we? Because so... we were just like, what's it going to be like staying with a 19 year old with two kids who are, you know, at the time, 13, 13 and uh 16 and 13. Yeah. And she was obviously using Google Translate because every time I um, I, I, I talked to her, I would I, we would send each other emails and I would be saying, are you sure it's okay for us to come? Have you checked with your parents? Because I I had visions in my head. <laughs> we just turned up. That like, we were going to turn people. up. And yeah. it was like, you know, because something like, sort of thing a kid would do, isn't it? Like, you know, oh yeah, can my four mates doss down on your couch sort of thing? And she said, no, no, my parents are completely fine with it. They're travellers themselves. They're all on board. Um, they're ready for you and you can come and stay in our house. Now, their parents didn't speak a word of English. Yeah. But the girl, the teenager, I don't, I don't want to say her name because I want to keep her privacy, but yeah. she she did. She 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 spoke. She spoke pretty good English. She spoke quite good English. Yeah. So she The mum could say the odd word, but that was about it, wasn't yeah. it, really? But geez. And yeah. I never forget just turning up at their house. They lived, they had like offices downstairs and their flat apartment was above the, their offices, wasn't yeah. it? And we turned up and it was just, you know, that moment of awkwardness. The kids, my kids, like Sonny and Tess, they were just, they didn't know where to look, did they? Because you know what teenagers are like when they meet other teenagers. And here they are in Japan with a Japanese teenager. And she was really good looking as well. She was lovely looking, wasn't she? Yeah, we were winding Sonny up saying that. We were, we were saying, She she said she loves you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was so cruel. We were like, oh yeah, Sonny, she's messaged us. (laughs) She said she fancies you. Yeah, he was dreaded. Oh, we were so mean. But yeah, yeah, he was dreading meeting her. So they were really self-conscious anyway, the kids, because they knew, you know, it's not so bad if a couple of old people are hosting you, but when it's a young person, they were really self-conscious. But the worst thing was though, she didn't actually live in the house. No, I know. She she just put us, I know. She put us up, but she put us up with her parents. So we went upstairs and we met the mum and dad and we were just like, oh, this is all lovely. And oh, there are so many things I can tell you. But the thing I want to tell you is about keeping having fun and keeping scheduled playtime. And this is about the Japanese. So we stayed with them for three or four. I think we stayed with them for four nights. Within that time, they the parents took us out in their really lovely car to beautiful restaurants amazing restaurants they were just top-notch ones they introduced us to all their friends and some of their friends could speak english some of them couldn't but the we had a barbecue they they did a a barbecue barbecue at their house to meet the whole family it was just fantastic it was absolutely brilliant but sort of like going out for dinner with people and then you know them sending you to uh, plant tea plantations or something that's easy that's that's easy to do but this one day what happened 
this one day was she, she the, the, the late the teenager she said I've got something planned for you today and we were like oh okay what's it going to be and she said it's a surprise we're going to do something very Japanese so obviously the kids were like oh my can you just ask her what it is because what, what what's going on I don't we're not going to what are we going to do this is just weird what's happening and I said no no it'll be fine she's probably just taking us to I don't know just look at some temples or do something like you know kneel on the floor and then get up without using your hands or something like that just something really Japanese and good anyway we get in a car and we're driving along out on the outskirts of Tokyo she hadn't told us what we were doing so we didn't know it was like she just kept looking at us and doing this little laugh and going oh you're going to you know like you love what we do you love it in Japan we love this and I'm like oh what is it none of us knew yeah we turn up at this big building and it looked like a hotel, didn't it, Bri? It's like a mix between like a, a chic cinema and, and a nice hotel. Because yeah. it did. It, it just, it, it, everything was just polished and nice and clean. Yes. And it just looked great, didn't it? You know, and big reception area and all that. Yeah. It yeah. had big, massive glass front doors where you swung open, like but smoky glass. So it was very dark. And, very, and then you walked in and it was plush carpet. And there was a big, long reception running along the hallway and three ladies behind the reception. So it was like you were checking into a hotel, like yeah. you say, but it was almost like a cinema because it, like, you, it didn't feel like, like a hotel. A bit like Ruby's and Monica type thing, wasn't it? You know? And I'm thinking, what, what is this? And obviously everything's in Jap Japanese, so you, you don't know what, what's going on. And then we walk in and off the reception are all these little rooms. So you can see like room 1A, you know, like you had on the thing, yeah. room 1, one, one yeah. and yeah. then... Room, so lots of little rooms off the reception. So I'm thinking, what, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Yeah, I was thinking massage. Yes. Did you think good. massage? I didn't really know. I, I think, yeah, I, I've got the gist of what it was because there was enough sort of signs. Everything's in Japanese, but you just think, oh, all right, okay. So what we did, what we went in, we well, go, you, you can say what it was. Yeah, but, you say what it was. Well, we went. Story. Yeah, no, we went in, and there's these little rooms. And she opens the door and you go into the, these little rooms and there's no windows, but they've got all these lovely couches in there and a huge telly at the end. It's like walking into a living room, isn't it? Like walking yeah. into a really private cinema with microphones all around. And what this place was, was a big karaoke centre. So you went there to do karaoke. Yeah. You didn't go do it in public. You didn't go to a bar and stand out like you normally do when you're drunk and go, oh yeah, let's do karaoke. This was a set aside designated place where people go, where Japanese people go. Yeah. You could have got about eight people in that room, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. And you go there and you walk in and you sit down on the couches and there's vending machines outside and you can have drinks. No, no and... remember you, you, you paid paid for it, Les, and all the food was free because the kids yeah. kept going out, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, that's what I mean. But there was all oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, the vending machines yeah. were there, but you, you didn't have to pay for anything no, else. No, it was all inclusive. That's the respect, didn't it? They didn't yeah. overdo it, like, you know? Yeah. Like English, they'd be filling the pockets up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it had like tea and I think, was, did it have alcohol? Yeah, uh, I probably did. You know, we didn't have any alcohol. Probably but did. Anyway, so honestly, I just, I, I, I was thinking, part of me was thinking, oh, Wow, really? Karaoke? Yeah, All right. Yeah. And then I just looked at the kids' faces and they were just, and, and they're into entertainment. They like acting and singing. Yeah. But it was the fact that we were going into a small room. So just imagine a small living room. Because it's kind of worse when you've got to do it in front of the yeah. people you know, isn't it? Than people you don't know when you've had a drink. And, and then we sat down, she handed us the microphone and she said, we're going to start, we're going to sing together. 
And honestly, I just remember thinking, oh, no, 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 please don't do this to me. And the kids, they were even worse. They were like, they're looking at me and looking at her, looking at me, looking at you. And I'm just, and it was almost like, you have got to do this. Yeah. You have got to put all your inhibitions to one side. You're going to get the microphone. You are going to stand in this room with this Japanese teenage stranger that you're yeah. living with for the f for a few days and you're gonna sing your hearts out yeah. but we also said no didn't we oh, it's like no 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 and, we were but, so, so uptight yeah, but she just started she said right i'll do one and she, she did a, a disney one I couldn't and it was just it. like wow she's really good she was brilliant and yeah. afterwards we found out the reason why she is so brilliant is because this is a regular thing that japanese yeah. people do to relax yeah and also, do you know what, Bri? They go and they have business meetings. So if you were like going to close the deal on, oh, do you want to buy my business or not? Well, I'll tell you what, let's go and do a bit of karaoke. Go sing a few songs, eh? <laughs> Down the old bull and It's bush. part of their life and that goes back to scheduling playtime. Yeah, yeah that's so true. Oh, that was, it was great because when she started singing, it was like the kids were, were itching to sing a song that they wanted to sing because yeah. they were like, sort of starved of entertainment. The, you know, the pianos, the flutes, the guitars and everything have been taken away from them because we were traveling like you know yeah. so all of a sudden Sonny was just within 10 minutes of being in there he was singing his heart out wasn't he I, so think it was the big, I think the biggest shock was you because I remember just you said to me oh yeah Liz you sing you you can you like and I love singing yeah. I, I used to sing well, you, for you a living cabaret, didn't yeah you? I did yeah. and I, that's what I mean but it's like there's a difference between doing it in front of like a hall full of strangers and doing it in front of your kids and your husband and a teenager that you don't know. I know. It yeah. was just, it just, you had to just shed all your inhibitions and just go, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. But and in what Japan, she got the started, home of karaoke. I know. Amazing, isn't it, when you think about it? And that? once she got, yeah. honestly, I couldn't go, I wasn't, I wouldn't let that, there's no way I was yeah. giving Tess a go. I was like, no, Tess, let me do one more and then you can have a go. <laughs> I was I loving it. I think I videoed it. you singing, you know. And and, and I liked the way that you, you, you just, because I remember you sat in the corner and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of it, you were just like, you know, giving, giving it, it all. all. You were, yeah. weren't you? But that's what it's about, isn't it? Like, you know, and that's what that playtime is. It's letting those inhibitions go. Yeah. And just thinking, I, I'm normally tone deaf, you know, can't sing to save my life. But, you know do it why not so what do you do in your country and what do you do to relax and be playful i think playful is just it I'm, i've got i won't lie i'm not gonna lie the word playful gives me the ebgbs to be honest just, it, it sounds a bit me, weird it you? does it Ooh. makes me feel very Sound, weird oh, you're being a bit playful <laughs> i know Calm but you've down. got to get over that though brian you've got to embrace the japanese yeah, you've way got to bring of life the child you've got never never let go of the peter pan in you no. that's the thing isn't it so i'm wondering what do you do in your country where you are what what, what sort of things that do you do just to be playful and just keep yourself young i would love to know and brian would love to know as well so yeah. why don't you email us at liz at itsadrama.com or brian at itsadrama.com and just let us yeah. know what you thought of the karaoke, whether you would have done it yeah. and uh, what you do in your country. So don't forget, if you want to know more about Japan, I have written a whole chapter about what it was like when we turned up for the very, very first time when we were couch surfing in Japan and we turned up to this host who had two small children. And it's the story of how Sonny and Tess and Brian and me are just dreading going to this house because we were... It's the first one, was the it? very first one. Yeah. So remember, you can read all about that. It's very tongue-in-cheek. It's very funny. By getting the Travel Bog Diaries book, which is my latest book. Um, you can get that by going to www.thetravelbogdiaries.com. I would love you to go over there and buy that and read that Japan chapter. And um, let me know what you think of it. 
So, yeah, time's up. Time to go. It is. Another yeah. week. Another week. So I'm going to say until next time, stay young, stay playful, you know, and get down on your bloody floor and see if you can get up off, with, off the floor without using your hands. And if you can, email, him. <laughs> yeah. email me and let me know. And if you ever get a chance to get hold of a bar uh, that's, you know, that can support your weight and uh, just, just, just do it with one hand. Yeah. Just hold yourself there for I a minute. I would swing like a yeah. monkey. It's not easy. Until next week, take care, stay happy, keep smiling, and I'll speak to you soon. So kia kaha, stay strong, and that's stay strong. Keep lifting those weights if you can. And uh, kia u, stay true, and that's true to yourself. I'll see you next time. Bye. 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 (laughs) (laughs) My name's not Eric. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode. We have loved having you here. If you haven't yet bought a copy of my brand new book, The Travel Bog Diaries, then I would love you to go and grab yourself a copy. If you are a traveller, if you are a parent, if you are an aunt or an uncle or someone who just loves a really good laugh, then you will love the stories that are within my book. It's all about traveling the world as a family with very little money, far too many hormones and very, very little patience. It's honest, it's real and it's such a good laugh. You will absolutely love it. You can grab a copy of that book right now by going to www.thetravelbogdiaries.com. Go over to there. The page tells you where you can buy it from all over the world. I really, really appreciate you for doing that. You will love the book. And if you have already bought the Travel Bog Diaries, thank you. I appreciate you. Bri appreciates you. And if you have got time, if you've got a spare five minutes and would like to leave me a review, that would mean the world to me. You can do that by going to www.thetravelbogdiaries.com forward slash review. Just hop on there. It literally takes a few minutes, but it means the world to me. So thank you so much. Me and Bri love you. You're fabulous. Have a brilliant week and I'll speak to you soon.